Hello? Good morning, Mr. Sonny Weaver Jr. Show number one fan, Vontae Mack. Vontae, how'd you get this number? You gave it to me. At the combine? Sorry if I called him. That's all right. It doesn't matter. Vontae, the draft, draft doesn't start until late. Where are you, New York? No, man. They wanted me up there, Radio City, but I wanted to be here in Virginia with my grams. She goes, she can't make that trip. So, who you picking? If I was you, I'd take a lightning quick middle linebacker who can murder the gaps in the 3-4. Totally agree. You got Reggie Wilson's number down there in Purdue? You know, I really don't find that funny. Yes, welcome in. Episode 74 of the Me and E Show. Shep Russell, Eda God, M. Jones. Recording this on May 4th, 2023. And on the pull-up, we're going to be talking basically our reaction to the NFL draft. And whatever comes to mind. Because we haven't rapped for a minute. So, as always, sit back, relax, and strap it down as you get into the vibe of the Me and E Show. And we are in... The three man we. It's alright, that's okay. We gon' have fun anyway. Uh I love that beat, by the way. That beat that beat go hard. That beat is pretty perfect. That beat yeah, is pretty yeah. perfect, I'm not gonna lie. So on piano. Yeah. Yes, sir. So I actually so what what since I had Trey and he's eighteen now and I'm just letting him kind of getting him caught up on all like the cultural movies. So he ran through the house parties. Um yeah. uh we he watched House Party Harley. Three immature. Actually, you know what? He hasn't watched House Party Three yet. He won one and two, he started three. Oh, first, so. we gotta get to the old Bernie Mac. Yes, I know. I told him that's like to me it's my personal favorite. He watched Harlem Nights and and I got him the chance to see Eight Mile. And so he was like and, and and I did have to make him cry. You know what movie I showed? We showed him, me and Des. Hmm. It's a sport movie. He had to, but he cried all. Hmm. There's only one. Cried in a sports movie. There's a movie that everyone gets teary eyed on. I've not met Friday one person. Lights. No, I'm talking uh, tough, but no, Which he one? said he said Friday Night Lights. I don't know, man. When Booby realizes he's never gonna play again, uh, uh, no, it's yeah, yeah, it does hurt. It, it does. I'm, I ain't gonna lie, that one does. But I'm talking about one that you just. I mean, don't mean I don't tell me I emotionally deleted something out of my memory because I didn't want to feel. Probably, um, no. So I'm gonna give you another hint. Trey also went through the first three John Wicks. And so okay. Keanu Reeves is in this sport movie that is emotional. Hardball. Oh, man. <clears throat> yep. He got a chance to experience hardball. He knew it was about to happen when he saw when he was watching, he was like, nah, 
no, not G baby. Before, like before, you know, it, it kind of cuts, you know, it cuts to black and everything and goes back to the at bat and every, oh yeah. And I was just like, I, me and Trey didn't, me and Desmond didn't say anything. We just, we just quiet. And I look at him. He's got his, he's got his, he's doing all this in the shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you want the, you want the movies, right? Yeah. You're going to get a lot of that right there. But yeah. So he, he watched that, but yeah, but he did. Uh, so, and then he watched eight mile. So that's why I had to come back. I was like, Oh, I forgot about this beat. Cause that movie was so, such a classic movie. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah but it's man. good. It's good to see my fellas, my bro- my brethren. Um, Shout out to uh, I know we've been off, but we couldn't get you no. Know, Shep was working the draft. I was working during the draft up until that point. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to mom and dad. Um, you know, uh, Soho no more. So uh, that's crazy. But uh, on, on, shout out to them for their new adventures. Uh, and but uh, yeah, it was a it was a good time. And uh, I, I was in California and and. and came back and I'm about to go to California in less than two weeks. So we're, we're but the summertime we'll be back on a more consistent schedule. But uh we're we're here and we're gonna talk about the draft. Before we get to the draft the day before the draft the big news went down that uh one AA Ron uh AA Ron Rogers got moved following in the footsteps of an the previous of his predecessor of Brett Favre and no, I'm not saying taking money from uh, a welfare state or showing his penis out to a reporter. I'm talking about getting traded to the New York jets. <laughs> um, so Aaron Rodgers goes to the jets um, with our resident Packer co-host extraordinaire real estate, God real estate mogul and supervisor either God how are you feeling I heard a lot of that at the draft every time the Packers pick that's what you heard um, oh yeah we show up yeah we show up that was coming from the stage. I was like, goodness gracious. <laughs> well, no matter who's there in spirit. But look, um, so uh first of all, everything's finally over with that whole um with that whole situation. Uh we all knew that at some point we were gonna go ahead and move on from Aaron Rodgers. Um Aaron Rodgers kind of being he was kind of being cryptic all off season, you know, talking about whether he's gonna come back or not, this and the other, blah, blah, blah. So now that all that's over, um, I am pretty happy with the compensation that we have uh, for Aaron Rodgers. Um, definitely with some draft and building around uh, Jordan Love, who just signed a one-year deal uh, extension on his contract. So it looks like we're bought in on him um, partially, at least for the next year. So <laughs> we'll see. We did draft the quarterback, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, so uh, listen, I wish Aaron Rodgers nothing but the best. Um, first of all, I just want to focus on the positive. Uh, gave us a hell of a 15 years uh, in the green and gold. Um, made plenty of plays, plenty of playoff appearances, got us the Super Bowl. Can't be mad at that. Um, beat the Bears twice a year for most of that tenure. So, um, you know, definitely, definitely, um, you know, really holding up to the rivalry. Got us to over 
uh, got us to pass the Bears the most wins in NFL history. Um, so listen, listen. He said, "You know what uh, I mean." Him going to the Jets. Uh, do I have the floor? Do I have the floor? I, I'm like he said the Jets. Why are you bringing up old stuff? You know what we need. You know. You know what drop we need. Brought up old stuff. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. My bad. Let me. I got. I got keep with the. I can keep with the, with the ding. You know what drop we need? <laughs> e, you need the Silencio drop from Chappelle show. Silencio! Silencio! Ungawa! Silencio! <laughs> Ungawa! <laughs> but I'm sorry, continue. I, I I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we can't. Yeah. Apparently, right, we can't. Um, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, man, uh, it was time to move on. Um, you know, Rogers pretty had a down year for his standards last year. Um, you know, didn't didn't really place particularly well in any of the categories for quarterback, um, including interceptions, which he just doesn't throw if if you watched him play throughout his career. But um, I think that you know Jordan Love's going to go ahead and take the helm. Um, I mean, I have no choice but to believe in him. We'll take a little step back. Uh, we're going to see you know Matt Matt Lafleur is going to have the coach now. I mean, it's going to have to be um, one of those situations. So I think that he was already getting ready for this, too. Took the ball out of uh, Aaron Rodgers' hands a lot at the end of the season, um, really focusing on the running game and the defense. So um, I think that we'll, you know, we'll continue to build on that, and we'll, we'll see where he's headed as far as head coaching goes. Um, but, hey, good luck to Aaron Rodgers, man. I mean, if the grass is greener, if you think the grass is greener, go ahead and go over there. The AFC is a gauntlet, though. So, I mean, think about all the quarterback competition that he has over there. Um, one of them being in this division, uh, too, if uh, Tua can stay healthy. You know what I mean? They just beefed up their defense. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do over there. But um, uh, our division is getting better. You know, all three of our all three of our uh, rivals are, you know, have definitely made some noise. And um, so we're going we're going to have some tough sledding. But I think that. Um, you know, as long as we continue to build around them, I like what Goo did in the draft. Um, Jordan Love would be just fine. So, so <clears throat> you're happy with the compensation, right? I just hope he don't get hurt. You know, because, or well, at least if he gets hurt after he's played sixty five percent of the snaps, because that second rounder turns into a first rounder, uh, where we will have two uh, next. So. Uh, if anybody's listening, if you're listening, Aaron, um, you know, just go ahead and play at 65, 70. And if you're going to tweak something, go ahead, baby. You know, I mean, do that for us. Do that last goodbye present for, for us. So, um, but yeah, I'm definitely happy with the compensation that we got uh, for for Aaron. Um, and it looked good when, when we made when we put it to work in the draft. So. Okay. Okay. So. With that being said, I was trying to pull this up. Uh, I wanted to see what the experts were saying about the NFL. Oh, here we go. NFL draft for all 32 teams. So mm -hmm. speaking, since you got the floor, and we'll, I, I wanted to know what you thought of Green Bay's draft. Um, so, you know, when I, I, I came into the draft, um, just expecting us to maybe take a tight end or, or offensive playmaker in the first, 
in the first round, um, we went defense. And at first I didn't understand it, but when you really, when I took a, di- uh, a deep dive into it, we did lose Dean Lowry, which is another one of the good pass rushers coming off the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, we got we got the kid from uh, Iowa, Luke Van Ness, uh, to come in. And with Rashawn Gary having those issues that he's been having um, towards ACL, he's probably not going to be available for the beginning of the year. And um, he's probably going to – and then, you know, whatever seasons passed when, you know, since he got into the league, he came into the league injured. Uh, so he hasn't been able to stay on the field as much. If Luke can get that um, experience, um, I know he's going to work hard. All those Iowa guys, they just something over there. Um, they always work hard. Yeah, it's something, in the, it's something in that yeah. water. Yeah, yeah something room. over there. Yeah, whatever they're doing over there, they produce some players. And I think that Green Bay historically has liked those Midwestern, um, you know, kind of diamonds in the rough to where we can kind of get them out and uh, develop them. And Green Bay it is a very good place to develop in the trenches, you know, on the off, especially on the off, offensive side. But defensively, um, you need your pass rusher. You know what I mean? We need to be able to get out the field. And with us running the ball, like I said earlier, we're going to have to control ball games in order to keep Jordan Love in it. So I like where we went with the first round pick. Um, and then we got our tight ends, you know, in the, in the second round. We took two. That. Yeah, we took two. You know, yep. we took one. Uh, we took another one, which I like that because uh, we're going to need some blocking. Apparently, he's a very aggressive a block, aggressive blocker just as much as he's a pass catcher. Tucker Craft. Um, Tucker Craft, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he was a you know, he's just as good as a blocker, which we're going to need, um, you know, like I said, to continue to run game. And then we got Luke for a lot more down the field, you know, middle of the field, kind of open that up. And, um, you know, we could really have something with him as well, just giving Jordan Love options. So um, I'm really liking where we went with those picks. Now people are like, well, why'd you draft two? Well, I mean, if you really think about it, Tanya and Mercedes Lewis, one was the blocks. Mercedes would get some catches every now and then. And then Tanya was our big play guy down the middle of the field. Same thing. We're just going ahead and replacing with younger guys. Yeah. I was noticing, I was looking at, and there, and, and we'll talk about the Bears. I'll, I will, I won't. I'll let Chef talk about the Bears here in a bit. But um, I, I, one thing I didn't notice for both teams, and, and actually more than both, both the Bears and the, and, the, um, and the Packers, but those early picks, there's a lot of position redundancy. You see, Defensive end, tight end, wide receiver, tight end, defensive tackle, quarterback, wide receiver. Those are your first five yeah. round, first five uh, rounds of picks, and then even your right. sixth round pick was a defensive end. So there's a lot of, hey, we're 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 trying to throw numbers at this to, to see who can be a depth piece and who could actually mm-hmm. stick. Right. So right. how did you like that? Um, that thought process that. Um, that uh plan how how would you say that worked for you like were you okay with that was there was there anyone on the board that you were like oh i really want them to get because i didn't i didn't think the the lucas van ness kind of came i under i understood it once they made it but i was like oh okay okay because i wasn't i thought that was gonna be uh dalton kincaid or or not dalton kincaid um who's the first tight end drafted oh um Darnell Washington? No. No, 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 not Darnell. No, no. Darnell, Darnell dropped. It was uh, he went to the Bills. Yeah, I can't think of the tight end, but uh, I, I was, I was afraid of Darnell going to the to the Packers. I, I was like, I don't want that to happen. Uh, yeah, Kincaid. 
Dolphin Kincaid. You had oh, it was Dolphin Kincaid. I was right. Okay. Uh, but Lucas Vaness, I was I was surprised. But did you like that? Did you like the, the them throwing numbers at that e as far as the, the position redundancy? Um. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it at all. Um. You know, we're gonna need we're gonna need those positions specifically. Um. If we're gonna go ahead and build and settle this foundation, we got running back down. You know, we got uh, Aaron Jones back. Um. And he took a very very um. Uh. What do what do they call it? Franchise friendly. Um, contracts uh, so that we can, you know, build that cap space and everything like that. So I like it. You know, I, I like that they went ahead and, uh, you know, beefed up on those positions. Um, I wanted Darnell Washington. I, he was still on the board. Well, the first guy I wanted was Jackson Smith and Jim from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I wanted, you know, first and foremost, if we were going to go receive in the first round. Um, but after we did it, I was like, well, probably have to get a go tight end because Smith and Dribble are going to be taken. And sure enough, he was two picks later. <clears throat> but I did want Darnell Washington because I seen he was still there. Freak athlete, you know, at the, at the tight end position. Uh, something that, I mean, we can really, really use uh, with that offense and, you know, kind of explore the creativity of Matt LaFleur. Um, he can really just be that physical guy as well. Um, so, but, I mean, we went Luke Van Ness. Can't be mad at it. I mean, dude is 6'6". <laughs> I think he's 6'6 six, six or something like that. 6'6", six, uh, six, 275. Yeah, so he's a big dude, big target down there. And um, I don't mind that they went ahead and went that route. My only thing with him is that, you know, he only had 43 catches in college um, career-wise. Um, so that's that, that's my biggest concern as well. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lucas Vaness is like six six two seven. But yeah, yeah, the tight end. Um, tight end. Musgrave. Yeah, six, Musgrave, Musgrave. Musgrave. Yeah, Musgrave is six seven. Actually, Luke. I think Luke is like six five. Yeah, he's yeah, about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're about the same. But um, that's my thing is the catches. You know, the the catches in college. So that experience, we gonna see how that works. But I mean, we got an inexperienced quarterback. So I mean, it cancels itself out. They'll figure it out themselves. Um, you know, once we get to it. So. Uh, but I don't mind. I, I like those. Yeah, I like those positions. I like this draft. I mean, pe- Packers fans, they're going to – and if y'all are listening, if anybody's listening to a Packers fan, especially in those crazy-ass groups that I'm in, I'm, I'm about to leave them. Um, <laughs> you know, just trust me. I, I, I'm a realistic guy, and I, and I bitch about my team too. But when you're saying, like, when you hate everything that Goo does, you know, based off of what we used to be or the success that we had before – I mean, um, it's a crazy ass sense of entitlement and we have to just go ahead and trust the process at this point. This is what we just gonna have to do. Look, this is what a welcome to mediocrity as we know it. You know what I mean? Because it's gonna be a tough process. We got a tough division and y'all sitting here, I hate this, I hate that. Well, what would you have loved? Who the who the hell who the hell did you want? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like who you can redraft, who the hell would you want? And I bet it's goofy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's figure it out. Let's let's you know let's trust and put trust in the front office to get what we need to get done because it wasn't the front office's fault that you know we the offense scored seven points against San Francisco, it just wasn't. So right. at home, being the number one seed, it's not, it's, it, it was it the front was was that Goot's problem? You know, because I seen Aaron miss a lot of throws. It wasn't the front office's. It wasn't the front office's fault. We lost to Tampa. Okay, so can't say we didn't have this didn't have that you know what i mean so let's focus and let's 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 figure out let's figure out what we can do um you know to should just stay behind the team and 
We just got to trust the front office. And, and I like the draft. I like the draft. So still plenty more to come through for the offseason, but I'm trying to see what we got to put on the field for, for September. Is there any pick you wish uh, that you – I know you mentioned Darnell, Was- uh, Darnell Washington. Was there anyone that was on the board that you were like, uh, yeah, this, this is the guy I would love them to have? You know outside what, of Darnell Washington. Outside of Darnell Washington. You know I'm a DB guy. Uh-huh. I would I would have been cool with Joey Porter Jr., bro. I would have been cool with Joey Porter Jr. I like the kid's game. I watched his dad, of course, in Pittsburgh, which is crazy. That's what made me – this draft kind of made me kind of feel old. So I'm like, damn, his son's old enough to get drafted already? We had two of those joints. I was, I was had, watching this dude, man. Yeah, we had a <laughs> couple of those. We had uh, Joey Porter Jr., and I feel like there was somebody else. There was another junior in there that had got um, – Drafted. Uh it was it was somewhere in the first two or three rounds. I'm oh crap. Now I gotta go well, back. Either way. And then it was going and then just going back to last year, you know, Patrick Satan and that whole situation. I used yeah. to watch his dad play for Miami. So but Joey Porter Jr., I liked him. Um, you know, we we are pretty set at the outside corner. Um, if Eric Stokes can stay healthy and everything like that. But I mean still would have been cool to develop and have him, Jair, Eric, you know, Razul, we don't know how long he's going to be here. Um, Razul Douglas, who I'm referring to. And shoot, we could have, we could have, you know, said made some noise in the secondary. So, yeah. um, so but, there were six, there were six uh, sons in this, in this draft. Uh, you had Joey Porter Jr. Uh, Josh Downs. Uh, his uncle was with uh, St. Louis in Detroit. Oh, Dre Blast, uh, uh, nephew. Uh, no, there was Kyle a son. Kelly. I don't know that. Yeah, no, I'm thinking Jackson Kirkland. All of um. Oh no, that well, son of Dane Kirkland. I was thinking Levar. There was another one. Oh, nice. Yeah. one. There was another like. You know, pro wow. thing, and it. Well, I know everyone. The big, the big feel good moment in 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 the NFL was the was the Cowboys drafting Deuce Vaughn and having his dad. Was, mm-hmm. That was a that was really cool. Would you like to come to work with me? That was, was, was a yeah. Bar. I would. I will always. You know, listen to, like that. Just was like I'll remember this. What stands out for this draft? All right, well, yeah. switch, switching gears to Shep. Uh, looking at the. So, uh, oh, by the way, real quick, before, let me finish that thought. Uh, as far as the Packers, uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, Mel Kuyper gave them the grade of a B plus. <laughs> Mel Kuyper. <laughs> talk about production. Talk, 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 talk. It's hard. He's going to be hanging around yeah. in the middle of the field. Dude. He can be a good blocker as well. Looking ass. Guess what his <laughs> lower? Guess what his lowest grade was in his draft? A D. B minus. Shut up. Quit playing. A B minus? Nah, that don't sound right. I don't. I. I you need more people to, for that. I'm gonna I'm look gonna through. Let's go through. See if we see any season there. <laughs> I'm about, I'm about to hear in a second. But turn, yeah, speaking so, of uh, grades, Chicago Bears. Um, not we're not going to turn this into yeah, a bear centric draft. We, me and Shep can do that yeah, at a different time. Uh, 
what was your thoughts on the Bears draft, Shep, as far as picks you liked um, and overall your reckoning with, with considering, and I will allow to consider the fact that the Bears traded the number one pick. Shout out to Lovey Smith. Uh, <laughs> traded the number one pick uh, down to oh, nine to get all those multiple picks and get DJ Moore and then still trade down with the Eagles. Uh, and bypassing Jalen Carter, which we will talk about. That's the only time I will jump into this Bears conversation just to keep the show going. But uh, what was your thought with the Bears, with what they did in um, getting Darnell Wright, uh, Gavon Dexter Sr., Tyreek Stevenson, who I think, uh, you know, I, I I thought when he was talking about cornerbacks, I thought he was going to talk about talk, talk about that man because I really like Tyreek Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach Pickens, Roshan Johnson, uh, which is another great pick. Tyler Scott, Noel Sewell, Terrell Smith, the cornerback, another Travis corner. Bell, and Kendall Williamson. So what was your thoughts with that? Well, I, I mean, the amount of draft capital they got, uh, you knew they were just they were trying to bring in some quality players. Um, you know, they had the certain types that they wanted to get. And I thought they did a good job at doing that. Um Going through here, I really like I really like the the cornerbacks that they grabbed. Uh, that's that's three cornerbacks to to help out in that room to bring up. Like my whole thing was about creating competition on that uh, in the locker room or on that field, um, and I think he really did that here. I mean, you got your your blue chip player right off the bat. Uh, not only did you get your blue chip player, uh, you got an extra fourth round pick next year. Uh, you know, to go along with that. That, so yeah, basically pick two players <laughs> at the ninth position, um, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, that was the wrong one. No, you go. Go ahead. Was that force of habit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know, man. It's like, you know, I was in, watching the draft. You just get so antsy. You know, and you're waiting to picks, and you're just waiting and waiting. And then they're like, you know, Bears are up. Now they have traded to pick. You're like, oh, I got to wait longer. But that's awesome. What's going on? You know, and uh, so once we got that first pick out of the way, um, and then we get, I don't know if you heard the news, but going into the second day, but supposedly the Bears are talking to Pittsburgh about that second pick. You know, and, and so yeah, the, the the price being way too high for them to jump. Yeah, up. yeah, but just the fact that I was coming out, just like, oh my gosh, who are they looking at? Who are they trying to get? Like, you know, so um, I thought that was that was that was cool. But you know, when they went ahead and got their D tackles in the sec on the second day, and they got that uh, seems in the cornerback. You know, of course, I don't watch a lot of college football to a point where I would know a lot of these players. So when these picks come, when they announce these picks, you know, I got to do my research, go, go look who these guys are, see, get a couple of clips of their films and stuff. So um, when they talk about Stevenson, who he could be, I was like, what? Like yeah. building up this DB room, it's, bro, it's going to, it's going to be something, you know? Um, Here's what I will say, Shep. The league better hope the Bears don't get like a Chase Young because that's the only thing they're missing on their defense side. Yeah. They get some some dudes to bend that edge and these defensive tackles can adjust. The linebacker, the back seven set. 
Really back eight, if you really want to get technical, because, you know, you throw in a nickel with some good dev peepers. Because remember, the guy I used to, I picked on a lot this season came on toward the end of the season with Kendall Vildor. But if you can rate, if he's not your fifth cornerback. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And fourth, that, or, and fourth or fifth cornerback, or maybe even, you know, really sixth cornerback, barely making the team. Yeah, it's better. I mean, I know special teams be be a big thing here, but uh, but you know, talking about the coverage aspects of a DB room, I mean, not only did they build that DB room, you got linebackers that could cover too. Mm-hmm. So coverage wise, Bears are set. Bears are, are there. You know, Sanborn can go sideline to sideline. A Sewell they got, he could go sideline to sideline. And he can rush. And he can rush. Yeah, he he's a more downhill. He's a downhill linebacker, but you still got Edmonds, Edwards, uh, Dylan Cole, who's a nice special team linebacker. Like mm-hmm. you, theoretically, there's a potential to Jack Sandberg, who looked all world in that defense after Roquan was traded, could be just a special team guy. Yeah, yeah, and then there's. There's a somebody's gonna be special teams out of out of that group, um, but uh, but yeah, you know, and I, I think one of the things that I wasn't sweating on that like, you know they didn't get the edge, because um, that's a specialty position mm-hmm. that, if you noticed, a lot of teams fix that with either preseason or even midseason trades to upgrade that team. So if they got everything else figure out on that field and the edge is the last thing you got to worry about going into a season, you got, you got the money and the draft capital to, to, to get that fixed. If, if the season starts off hot. Yeah. I mean, because you know, do you know how much money they're going to have in cap space next year? It's 121 million. I mean, they got one year deals across the board on, on some of these and, you know, even after even sitting right now, I think they're sitting at like 35, 38 yeah. mil. I think 38 after the after this. after signing the rookie deals. Mm-hmm. It's about 38. So and they got to get that down to like. 30 to 25, something like that. Well, granted, I'm not sure. I know they got yeah, to get that that ceiling or floor. They're they going to have get. to sign some people to some extensions. So, yeah, yeah. And. I don't know, Jalen Johnson, they might wait on him, but, you know. I know what? I don't think they're going to wait on Jalen. I think they're going to wait on Darnell. Yeah. It was one or two that I know they're going to have to wait on. They might wait on, but they might be Darnell, especially with Tyler Scott coming in. You start looking around. It's just it's that old, hey, if you've ever been in a job where someone they bring in, hey, this person needs to shadow you. Please believe you're training my <laughs> replacement. Like, you know what I mean? Like that should be, yeah, but that's, that's the sign of a good NFL team. Oh, absolutely. So that's what I'm excited about. The fact that we're starting to have these conversations like, Ooh, what does that mean for so-and-so, you know? So now we're like, okay, we're, we're adding pieces in there that, you know, potential replacements and, and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm 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 extremely excited. You know, they they added uh, the lineman uh, right off the bat. But here's the thing that it's not that I wasn't. I know a lot of people wanted them to get a center uh, in this draft, 
but mm-hmm. I mean, this is a three year process and we're year two, you know, year one was just, just, just throw whatever we can out there just to have a team. Year two is like, like now we got that culture change. So some of the linemen that we had last year, I mean, I'm not going to count out Leatherwood or anything like that just yet because mm. no, I mean, because you, I, a full off season of being already being on the team is going to add something to that. You know, he may not, he, like I said, he may not pan out. A couple of other ones may not pan out. Lucas Patrick definitely might not pan out. <laughs> but he's your backup center right now. Cause right now we don't know what their uh, six round pick last year. We don't know where he's sitting at. Liz Frank injury. I'm not, I'm not counting. Was that injury. what it was? Yeah. It was a Liz Frank <sighs> injury. That's with a center. That's, that's tough. Not, uh, not, 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 un, not something you can't come back from, but it's tough. Yeah, but at the same time, you would think if it's something, they, they got to know that going into the draft. Do they oh, absolutely. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing that comfortable with those, these are your, your two centers, and you're going to move, possibly move one over if you get the, the tackle that you're looking for and darn all right. You know, or do you feel comfortable with what you got? And I think they're okay with that. Seeing, seeing if, you know, another year with Lucas, Lucas Patrick, you know, one more year. And then next year, you know, cap room and draft capital, like get your center, the center that you want uh, for next year. So, yeah, it's a three-year process, you know, possibly four. But uh, he got the good jump by uh, Lovey, giving us a good jump start this year. Shout out to Lovey. Shout out, Lovey. So, got to ask you, uh, and we'll move on to our next segment here in a bit. What is your favorite? Oh, first of all, a couple things. Yes, I got I to give you this. You were right. Mel Kuyper's lowest draft pick, lowest, <laughs> it's a B minus. That is unheard of. That's crazy. That was, it was so bad. Yeah, like everyone. Somebody had, somebody had to have a shitty draft. I, so, which will which, 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 we move to the next segment. We talk about the draft here in just a second. But uh, favorite. You know what? Shout out to, to Hoodie. Uh, ESPN 1000. I think that he's the one that, that popped that off for me. I just, it just popped in my head. Like, he did say that was it's, real. Like, Hood is the good. He's the godfather of, of, of sports radio. But um, when we're looking at um, the draft for the Bears, what is your favorite draft pick that you that they did? Favorite one? Um, like I said, it's more than likely, I think it's going to be Darnell Wright. Uh, okay. bringing that, that, that nastiness. Uh, I'm really interested in Travis Bell just for, just for the fact of him getting talked up seventh round. So he's one I will be cheering on. Um, you know, so, I mean, I'm not overlooking Roshan Johnson. I know. I think and, Roshan Johnson's going to be, <sighs> here's what I'll say about Roshan Johnson. Remember Marion Barber? when he started with the Cowboys, like when he yeah. came and how yeah. he was just like that, just, I'm just going to run, run you over, you know, yeah. before he got to the bears. Oh yeah. yeah. That's how I feel. Roshan Johnson is going to be for the, for the bears. It's going to be to us. What Marion Barber, were the those first few years in, in Dallas? Yeah. And I, I, I mean, forgive me for not being as excited as everybody talked about, like, Oh, he could be the, 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 the draft. The steal of the draft. I don't. I can't buy into that because no doubt that he's very talented, and I think he's going to make some big contributions. But I mean, come on, like 
31, 31 teams passed on him three rounds. Not one of them had the idea of like, the Bears were the only ones like, hey, this guy's going to be, you know. And that's how I see a lot of these draft picks when they say like, oh, this would be a steal. This would be a steal. Like, it can't be a steal. Like, so many teams well, there, passed there's, on there's going to be a steal in the draft. Like, there yeah. is. So you're trying to project it. They're trying. This is where we kind of get into John, the uh, Ryan Pace of the the ledger, meaning trying to show that you're the smartest guy in the room by saying everyone's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone, everyone is a steal. Well, you know, it's probably not like nobody was thinking last year. Brock, Brock Purdy, right, was going to be what he turned out to be. Just it's just opportunity. Uh, circumstances plus opportunity plus talent equals you know six you know can equal some some, some success right so yeah we'll see we'll see i but- mean because i mean if you look at it you know you had everybody all the talk about running backs you know don't draft running backs high but you had two going the first round uh yeah so <laughs> so let me let me let me let me i don't mean to cut you off so while let me tell you this story and, and you'll probably get a kick out of this too Shout out to my guy Darius. But so when we're at Dez's house, it was me, Trey, and and, and Dez and his bet when his best friend in there, Darius. Darius uh is from Detroit. He's Detroit over everything. Uh what up though? Uh so he's <laughs> when the Gibbs pick was announced, he's just like, what the <laughs> Well, like, what did he say about the trades first? Well, first oh, this, this, the, the yeah. trap started off like like yeah. a bomb. Yeah, it was like it was like on some fantasy football trade type stuff. Like it was it was crazy. He he was like, eh, like it was, but you know, he knew he but he did say say Gibbs Gibbs got drafted. Swift was gonna be traded by by the end of the weekend. That happened. He wanted Hendon Hooker. Um and he got Hendon Hooker and I think yeah. they got the third round. So Darius, although it I would not have taken there's only one running back I would feel comfortable taking in the first round, and that was be John Robinson because he's a beast. Jamar Gibbs, yeah, but I could have did that early second round pick or late late first round if I really had to have him. But that I thought I thought that was a well, uh, especially after they they got Montgomery. I was like, yeah, I know it, it that, was it was like one of those like what I was honestly more happy that Jalen Carter didn't go to Detroit. Yes. That's what I was worried about. Yeah, yeah. I was so worried. And speaking of Jalen Carter, uh, you know, me and Shep have talked about it, but I, 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 I'm not too, I, if he wasn't on the bears board, which from a lot of, he obviously he wasn't and from a lot of teams. He was clearly off the board, but for his success, for him himself, the outside, the only, there's only two places that were like the perfect position for him to go. One was Pittsburgh, two was Pittsburgh, and one was Philadelphia, where he could be insulated for, um, in that situation. He has he's around people he knows. There's, How about San Francisco and Seattle? Nah, nah, uh, nah. The perfect situation for him was was the yeah. because they yeah. have you got Fletcher Cox there, you got Javon, you had you had Javon Hargrave, but Fletcher Cox. You know, Javon Hargrave was a knucklehead. He kind of got him straight straight out, and, and Fletcher Cox is still there. Yeah, all those veterans on there. You got a lot of former Bulldogs that are going to be around you. Uh, I think that's the perfect situation for him to kind of go and just be able to 
and I'm not trying to be callous. I know there was loss of lives, but move on, move on from the situation for him. Kind of get his mind into a, into a, this is my career. My prof- now, if he moves out, if he messes up from here, you know, it is what it is. But for the bears, you have to look at even de- drafting Jalen Carter, even though it was a need, it doesn't do much for you for, for, for the development of Justin Fields yeah. you need to protect Justin Fields. And, and, if you get Jalen Carter, but then you got to get the 15th ranked tackle who's not going to, you know, that's not going to do, do you any good, right? Yeah. So, shout out, I mean, shout out to Ryan Pole. So, I mean, he really kept things to the chest and he kept things, he kept, he kept, it open. He kept everything open. I don't know if it, was, it wasn't necessarily him. I would say it was him. I don't, because, think he, I don't think he kept things to the to the. I think he was leaking. I think he was leaking like a hole in the Titanic. I think this dude was. Well, what I mean is, what he wanted, he kept oh, yeah. to the chest. But everything else, he was like, yeah, or he he didn't he didn't he didn't squash anything. He didn't confirm anything. He let things. He he allowed things to flow, you know. And you 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 could tell by just the fact that he was able to get. Drop just one spot and get a for, for an additional pick. Yeah, it was a, it was a, he because he was a he was a somebody came out someone came out right before the draft and said you know it's it's a definite I was like, like I'm here at the draft and it's a definite that uh, Jalen the, the talk here is Jalen Carter's going to the Bears that gets a done deal if he you know if he drops down to nine and he dropped down to nine like it, it was called like he's going to drop down to nine and the Bears going to get him he dropped down to nine. And the Bears didn't like. Eh. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he 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 was savvy. He this wouldn't have happened under the previous regime. Hell, oh. the previous two regimes. So, yeah, we we still would have been sitting at the number one pick. Right, right, and on on top of having the fortitude to know, it's better to get rid of this stuff early because the night of the draft things get wonky. You're not gonna get the value. So yeah, so, that's the question there. So. How do you think, feel? I don't think he would have. I think he played it perfectly because that was my okay. thing. You got to take the bird in your hand. And especially if it's, if you feel that's enough, because there's no guarantee the closer you get to the draft that you're going to get what you want. Because you just look at, here's the thing. And this goes into my next part of the segment. We'll do this and then we'll catch up on some other things before we end the show. Cause we were doing a short, uh, a shorter show. We thank y'all for tuning in to episode 74 of the me and E show. Who, E, I got to ask E and I got to ask Chef. I'll start with E that I've heard from my guy in a minute. What was your favorite outside of your team? Who was, who did you were like, dang, they killed that draft. Like they did a really good job. The Eagles. Okay. Yeah. That's scary again, man. Like, oh, yeah. that, 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 I, I was like, man, come I, the fuck hey, on. <laughs> Why? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, the and, and then they fortified. Oh, they fortified, no, they fortified their damn defense with a national championship team. I mean, yeah, yeah I was like the, the damn Nolan Smith, Georgia Eagles, and they were able to get him in the 20, like 26, 27 pick. Mm-hmm. Just stack on stack on stack. So maybe yeah. we should maybe we should say that it's outside the Eagles because I think that's a consensus. Outside the Eagles, what's the team that you're like? Damn, they did a good job. Um, 
I'm gonna stick NFC. Um, the Rams had a pretty good draft. Okay. Yeah, LA had a pretty good draft. I think they addressed some needs. You know what I'm saying? To be able for them to be able to, um, at least compete for some type of playoff spot next week next year. But McVeigh is a hell of a coach. Um, so kind of an innovator, if you will. But I think that um, yeah, I think that they had a pretty good. I think they had a pretty good, pretty good draft. I'm looking at their draft. Steve Avila. Oh, they didn't. And, and for that's interesting because they didn't have a pick till the end of the second round. So Steve Avila, Byron Young, Kobe Turner, Stenton Bennett, yeah, Nick Hampton, Warren <laughs> McClendon, Davis Allen, good tight end. Uh, they got the wide receiver from D, uh, BYU, the cornerback from TCU. Yeah, they had a I like Byron draft. Young. I like Byron Young from Tennessee. I think that, you know, like more defensive playmakers that they have, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll be, like they'll be straight. So um, I like what the Rams are doing over there. Zach Evans? No, from Ole Miss. Yeah, that's a nice, not bad draft. Shep, do you got one or do you want me to go? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I know they gave up a lot, but I really like what Houston did. Oh, you mother! That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, think oh. about it. I mean, they got the quarterback. What did you say? Houston. Houston. I like oh, how Houston, Houston was gangster because they were like, "No, we're not taking the quarterback with pick number two. Oh, we're gonna take uh, CJ Stroud. <laughs> like, we're gonna take Corson. like it was like, oh, there was and everybody was like, why don't the Bears Bears should have traded to number two pick? And then like, no, Houston had they knew what the hell they were going to do. Yeah, like CJ, <laughs> yeah, CJ Stroud. Because at the end of the day, people were saying CJ was going to be he's going to be the dude free falling. Yeah. Yeah, and, and think about it. Because of what Houston did, it changed the complex of the whole first round. Yeah. Pretty much a draft, basically. You know, because Arizona was like, well, you know, they traded out and Detroit did their trade, you know, so it it jumbled a lot of things up. And I just thought it was interesting that freaking Houston, it's like, hey, we're going to take CJ, and guess what? We're going to also talk to Arizona about now securing the other guy we wanted, like the best player in the draft, arguably the best player in the draft, getting Will Anderson. And then and they, got, they got dude from Alabama in the fifth round to two, 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 two I can't pronounce the, the name. The line, uh, two, uh, yeah, I don't two, know two, The linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, Houston had uh, I got to see who they yeah, they got that center. They got Juice Scruggs. I heard some good things about him. I remember- yeah, the Bears were looking at him actually at the center yeah. position for a while. He went earlier than I thought. I thought yeah. we could get him in like the fourth or fifth. That's probably uh, what happened with the Bears too. They probably thought they could get him later. Yeah, so you got C.J. Stroud, Anderson Scruggs, Nathan- Nathaniel Dell, uh, which is a local product. Uh, De- the guy from the yeah, they. I mean, from and the you D- got a boy D- from TCU. They got two centers. They got the dude from For, Notre Dame. Yeah. Xavier Hutchinson, who I thought that kid was a solid. Um, he's a, he's kind of like your old school possession receiver. He's not going to, he's not overtly fast, but he's going to get open and he's going to be able to catch balls. Kind of a poor man's Allen Robinson. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, so getting him in the sixth round, I thought that was great. But yeah, I think they had a they had a solid draft. What did Mel get? Oh, and I and I believe if if I'm not mistaken, they still have their first round pick next year. Yeah, no, they got Cleveland's. Yeah, got that's Cleveland's. what I mean. Yeah, they still yeah. they still have a first round pick next year. Yeah, 
So, so I mean, yeah, sh- shout out to DeMarco Ryan. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that trade came through, and I was like, what? I was like, they must have had to give up everything. And then I was like, wait, no, they must have had They already had a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know. It's easier to deal with from the position of abundance than the position of lacking. Yeah. And that's what Houston, that's what the good team's doing. That's what, that's what, how Philadelphia built their team. That's how Houston's building their team. That's how the Bears are trying to build their team. They'd rather deal with, I have an abundance of draft capital to make the moves I need, I need, I see fit to get what I need. And if the Bears can do that, you know, keep just acquiring assets, you're in a, you're in a, you're in a different game. The game's a little bit slower for you. So. And that was, and that's another thing about the draft, you know, the whispers and everything, like I, I can't listen to a lot of the, the mock drafts and, and whispers and stuff like that because it drives you crazy. But one of the ones was uh, the Bears, they might get lucky sitting at nine if one of those quarterbacks are, are available. And Will Levis was available. And... <laughs> so, let's, so let's talk about that real quick. And then we'll 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 do a, a quick segment and, and get up out of here. There was a lot of weird ish that was going down in the well. To your point, Shep, like that last week of going into the draft, like ten the last ten days of the before the draft, I kind of was like, I don't want to hear anything until we get to the draft. I know I checked just, out it, too. It's I just noise, out. and you never listen to the week of the draft because it's all this random stuffs coming out. It's just you know, fodder, right? But then you had the Will Levis situation and you seeing him on TV with one girl that people were just like, oh, you know, him and his girlfriend. And then there's another girl in a red dress. I was like, oh, okay. So that's that's his girlfriend. Or it was weird. You got uh, E's draft pick, uh, the dad slapping his girlfriend on the ass. Like, we don't... <laughs> slapping yeah, I'm going to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, yeah Clifford. Yeah, he he slapped his he was giving uh his girl uh, I guess uh Lucas's girlfriend a hug and like patted her on the ass. I was like, "Oh. Okay." <laughs> so it was just a lot of weird a lot of weird. There was uh Keon White got drafted like he was mad as hell, like he was about to like tackle the, the cameraman. Like it was it was some weird stuff going on in the NFL draft. You know, with the uh I will say this though, there wasn't a lot of tragedy porn. Like, there wasn't the whole, you know, this person overcame a lot. His his best friend's turtle in second grade died, and it sent him in a spiral. It, like, it wasn't none of not a lot of that. Like, it was very limited to that. So that was good to see. You know what? That is something I was missing. Come to think of it. I did not. I did not get to see the videos of a lot of them. Like I saw a couple of uh, of Will Levis, uh, but yeah, I didn't see a lot of those the the, the the camera shots for some reason while I was out there. E, did you feel the same way? Like there wasn't a lot of that tragedy porn. Like there was like every felt like everyone was kind of like you know either emotional or suited and booted. Like the swag was on 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 a thousand trillion yeah. during the draft. Yeah, it wasn't anything like that. I mean, not that I saw. Okay. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, CJ Stroud, Will Anderson moment was pretty cool. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Like I said, there the 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 weirdest thing that happened was the Lucas Vanessa and 
And the whole Will Levis thing, like Will was like, get me up out of here. And then he was, he was doing his drunk man routine at the, at the TV when he got drafted doing all this stuff. Yeah. Like calm, calm your ass down. You got to the second round player. Drafted by who? Who did he drafted him? Who? Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee didn't have to move to get him. They were looking to get him anyway, and they yeah. have to they... just stood there and, and got him. Right. Shout out to Anthony Richardson too. That was a uh, the third quarterback. That was a shock one. That was. And I don't know if y'all saw my tweet, but it's pretty. It's it's crazy how three running backs went in the top ten picks. You know what I mean? Three. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. Top five that's picks. Good, that There's three running backs. Don't, don't they say like black black quarterbacks are running backs? Oh. Mm. I see what you did there, sir. Oh my God. But times are changing. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I, hopefully. So so the story is with Anthony Richardson. So I thought they were gonna sit him for a year. Are they did they say they're gonna go ahead and throw him out there? I don't know. What have you heard anything? About who? I'm sorry, Anthony Richardson. Ursay right, was to... talking about he, the only way he'll learn is if he plays. Yeah, but Ursay, you can't uh, no, listen to Ursay. You can't I, listen. You know to what? You're right. Ursay, yeah, you fired up, man. Like Ursay is half right. half in the tank, half stoner, half hippie. As I, as I said his name, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah don't. Man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, to be honest, and, and he's Jerry Jones without. The, the winning with a more of a substance abuse issue, but he tells like he was like, "Oh yeah, we got to trade up to get our quarterback, get our guy," and he stayed where they're at and got their guy. So, you know, they smartly. Uh, um, and again, um, I am shocked that they went with him over Will Levis. I mean, like I said, I didn't like Will Levis. I, I, I the quarterbacks went the way that I thought. No, how I had him ranked. Yeah. So. yeah. so, and and let me ask you about, because I watched that the Tennessee-Alabama game, but just as a fan, just watching it. Um, but Hidden Hooker, mm-hmm. his six, he was he was doing really good until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I you think it was him or was Darnell Wright really protecting the shit out of him? I think it was a combination of both. Darnell Wright. That's was pretty a- dope. Like, was the best wide was the best pass blocking, pass blocking offensive lineman in country in 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 the in the college bat in college football, and he was a right tackle. So, I liked it, and and honestly, let me let me let me tap into the mic. <clears throat> I honestly think Will Levis is the fifth rated quarterback. I had him in Hooker, probably ahead of him. <clears throat> And I yeah. think that's good. I think in a couple of years that could be a problem in the NFC North. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Just think I'm, about it. Hey. I'm just saying. The, the Hendon Hooker. No, NFC North. I think Hendon Hooker. I'm between. If Jordan Love get, get, gets gets going, which you got about, Jordan Love, Justin, Justin Fields, Hendon Hooker, Hendon Hooker, and you got, and then whoever Minnesota replaces Kirk Cousins with, and then you got Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were talking about real Levis. Let's freaking go! I was yeah. like, this AFC, or this AFC South, actually. No, I, I think Hennon Hooker is, is, I had him rated higher than Will Levis. 
Yeah, I don't. I, I still. I was, ne- I was never high on Will on Will Levis. He just because he's he has the same. Um, he has shared some characteristics with Josh Allen. Don't make him Josh Allen. Man, shout out to the black quarterbacks, man. Yeah, out, of, out of the five quarterbacks, top four of them. You were right. Four of them should have been top. It should have been a top four. Yeah. So this was definitely the year, man. Was definitely the year. Got some young talent. I'm interested to see what um. And Caleb Fresh Williams next year. There. Is Caleb Black? I don't. Is he, is he, I, I don't. I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and claim now. Yeah. <laughs> like he's black. He's blacker than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's not as. It's not as pronounced. Is he? So he's like Mike McDaniel. No, this is darker than Mike. Yeah. Yeah, a little darker than Mike. Yeah, I Mike, I was like, uh, I want me to see some something yeah. on the tree. Like, mm. oh man, where your, where your parents at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your daddy, come here. Yeah. I, I, I had Mike McDaniel and Caleb Williams, like, like, like they had the, in the, uh, the Tiger Woods on the Chappelle show. Oh. I was so confused. For oh, oh. So long so long fried rice, hello, fried chicken. <laughs> I always wanted to say this for shizzle. Oh, man. oh my gosh. All right. Lastly, as we get ready to end the show. Uh what since the last time we did a show, which was a while ago, um, Two, couple two, couple two, three weeks ago. What's been the big? What's been new in 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 your world? What's been going on with y'all uh, that you that you want to share with the folks? What what are we looking for? And and if there's nothing there. What are you looking forward to with you know summer coming? I mean, we're what a month away, six weeks away. We'll be in summertime. So yeah. So what what got, are we looking for? Three weeks left. <laughs> 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 Why does Shep sound like he's doing a bid right now? I got three weeks left. I'm counting these days now. You ain't lying. I got fifth. <laughs> I'm down to 15 official days of work till mm. summer break. Mm, mm, mm. Any Damn. movies anybody see? Anybody see any movies? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy came out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to try to wait till Tuesday to watch it. Yeah, uh, that's probably a week before I catch that. I was, not, I was told to bring tissues. That's all I was told. Yeah, and they're saying it's the b- best one since Endgame. So, I'm looking forward to the NBA Finals. <laughs> yeah, the, the playoffs. We know we didn't really talk a lot of playoff stuff, but I mean, the you know the Bulls. Yeah, we don't even get. We don't. They don't even deserve any more time on our mic. But these, uh, I will say, I I'm going to be completely honest. Between hockey, the last real sport thing that I watched with with some feign with some slightly feign interest was probably the women's final four. Like, yeah, um, the playoffs. I haven't really because it, it kind of gone outside of the Milwaukee thing because you know you can't you know Giannis was hurting everything. And speaking of which, they fired Budenholzer. Got his ass. He got him out. The yeah, house. they got his ass out of there quickly. Um, he gone. Yeah. Shout out to. Um, uh, Hawk Harrelson, but 
I will say I this Laker Warriors thing. This is what I start to start to to check in. Like, okay, yeah. like that in 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 Philly and in, in Boston. Okay, well, you got my that, attention. That the Golden State uh, Sacramento was pretty good. It that was, was but it, it went what I was about to say, what I what I thought it was going to go. You know, like Gold State, too much staff is still. I it did play out the way you know you thought Sacramento. They won the first two games. You were like, you know, Gold State's going to win these next two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, possibly three. If Sacramento gets another one, it's going right. to be game seven, and, and stuff going to do something. I, I still say, I remember. I, I think it was this show. Year, you know, when we first started, I said that I think before it's Steph has a chance to be not only be in the top fifteen of all time, but he he can be knocking on that he can be knocking on that top five, top seven players of all time comfortably and being that top five. Who Steph? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, I think he's already in the top ten for sure. Yeah, I would say yeah. that too. I would say that too. I think it's you can. He's ridiculous. He's just ridiculous. Yeah, man. But I don't know. The playoffs, it's seating seating doesn't matter anymore at this point. Seating doesn't matter. Especially if you're resting throughout the season and and load management. Unless you're in the playing games and it does manage. Because if you Miami shouldn't have been in there. Miami should be out. If you're the if you're the Bulls, you gotta be looking at damn. We threw a great, you know, opportunity. You're not gonna win a championship, but you can at least, you know, you could you could have you could have knifed up Milwaukee to, to nearly make, as good as Miami did. Make yourself make yourself a more attractive destination and and justify the moves that you have versus where we're at right now because this team this team could be imploding. Fast. Yeah, they could have uh, changed yeah. changed the uh the talk of the town for the summer. Yeah. If they if yeah. they could have if they could have made it in. And let me just get this in since we since I'm gonna go on on wax. I don't think they should I don't think they will do this, but I think they should hit the hit the reset button. Because you're you're in purgatory and you're not gonna get any better. You're in no yeah. man's land. Yeah, you're just Yeah, I don't even know the the, the, the reset button is even envisioned. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, I, don't, I don't see our. I don't see our tourists and and Mark obviously hitting that. Button. That's how bad it is. It's like it's like yeah, you're in you're in purgatory, and the exit button is like, is nowhere in sight. Like that's how bad in purgatory you are right now. I, I if I would I would trade them all away and 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 just let you know build around P Will and Kobe and hope to. Re try get, try try to redo this get thing. Some youth, just get some exciting youth. Yeah, blowing. Like, <clears throat> you know what I would do? I, how how I would feel? Remember when the Bulls? I want that excitement again, and it seems so far off. <clears throat> Excuse me, where where the Bulls were in two thousand nine? It was in like. That was, that, Derek's, and that was Derek's first year. John they, Salmons and, yeah, and they, Noah. Yeah, where they took the Celtics to game seven and double overtime. And you know, was you it, know, wasn't the other guard on there too? Ben Gordon was there. Yes, yes. Ben Gordon was there. Oh Joe gosh. Kim and Luau. Like, like that, I would take that right now to, ha- to have that 
high-eyed optimism. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have that. Like, we just kind of like, bleh. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. So sad. And then, and then, we turn our attention to the baseball. Oh, oh my God. Between the White Sox and the Cubs, it's just, a, it, we just yeah, got to get to we, we gotta didn't get hit a little dead spot right now. <laughs> we gotta get to. We can't. Yeah, we sure did. August can't get here soon enough. We're, we're training camp is happening, and we're we're on the cusp of a football season because I it's we got three months to get there, bro. Ninety days. This could be a really ugly ninety days for you for for us as Chicago fans. Right. Because we don't have, have to watch. Might have to watch the Brown win another championship in the midst of all that. Yeah, like real talk, dog. The Lakers look like they're busting their ass again. Yeah, are they winning right now? Yeah, they're by uh, they're by nine. Bro, Anthony Davis had like twenty five points and twenty five uh, no thirty points and twenty five rebounds. Twenty three rebounds. Yeah, you know what? You know what it is. Anthony Davis came out. He he basically is. Michael Jackson and Thriller, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all, we all had him. He's just up there, like, yeah, you thought wrong. I ain't dead. I ain't dead. Speaking of, real quick, let me end this. Let's end the show on this. Did y'all hear? I was probably two weeks ago. I found out, found the clip. It was on. The Lord, uh, the the Bernstein Home Show, and it was uh, Lawrence and, and Layla. Did y'all see the clip where Michael sung five, sung, was singing, he was performing, and his music producer or the the uh, music director messed up. He fired him while he was performing. He was singing to him. Fam. It oh is, yeah, yeah. I seen that. I seen that. It <laughs> is yeah. the funniest thing. I, I it's been keeping me laughing for the last three weeks, like, and Lawrence and and I, if I could find me um the uh the the podcast, it's just the very beginning of like this this one of the podcast. I'll put it in the group chat. But you see that, and he actually listened to the actually watched the clip. He literally tells the dude, "Job gone." <laughs> He's like, "What you gonna do?" Like he literally is firing this cat while he's singing. I just can't stop loving you because the music was supposed to stop and the music kept going. He's like, it's a breakdown. Mm. And the dude's name was Brad. He's like, Brad, what you going to do? Job gone. Like he, yeah. Michael was a sad. Yes. Yes. Chef. That's why your face looked at like that. He, Michael was dead ass fired him. Dead ass fired him whilst he got saying fired fam. It is crazy. I yeah. guess if I would want to, I would want to go out like that. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm in the unemployment line because Mike sang my ass here, so. <laughs> Can anybody else here say that? No, you? No. Uh-uh. That's a good firing story for your ass right there. <laughs> I mean, you put that on the resume. See that yeah. you were fired from being Michael Jackson's music pervert? Yeah, he sang it to me too. He yeah. sang it to I mean, come on, bro. In front of millions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I that guarantee, I guarantee there's not another candidate that's been fired that's been fired like me. <laughs> oh, 
if y'all hire me and y'all intend to fire me, y'all better bring your bring your game. Bring your game. <laughs> I, I, I ain't leaving until you fire me better than I got fired before. <laughs> <laughs> and until then, where's my check? Speaking of where's my check, I still got it. We thank y'all for tuning in, vibing in with the crew. Another great time with the fellas. Episode 74 in the books for Chef Russell. For Edacore. I'm M. Jones saying, spread love. It's not only the Brooklyn way, but it's the human way. And of course, peace and humptiness forever. Episode 74 is in the books. We'll catch y'all on the next time. Be cool. We'll holla at y'all later. It's the Me and E show. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.